Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Die Gestalten Podcast. My name is Martin Groschwald and this week's episode is a little bit different than the usual one because uh, we have to make a little bit of an announcement and so uh, we are now not only represented on your general kind of pod role, which is iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, all these kind of things, but we've now partnered up with a new design website called Design Field Trips. So we're going to be representing the audio content on there. And the founder of Design Field Trip is a lovely person called Christopher Butz, a German guy. And uh, when Christopher asked me if we wanted to be part of uh, you know, his project, I was extremely excited because I very much was in line with the ideas that he had. Um, I was very happy to support something that was a very high journalistic and critique um quality if you want to say so for everything that is within car design so um we we decided to do a quick podcast together to a let you know a little bit more about design field trip because hey that's uh, you know that's that's what we do nowadays but also to give you a little bit of an understanding what you know the idea behind it is and of course also the the quality behind everything and what he wants to achieve and there's obviously some very high quality um, authors on there already alongside Christopher and uh, that that makes it you know a very proud moment for me and the entire team you know the colleagues that are editing the podcast and stuff like that to be represented on such a high quality line uh, and alongside these guys so um, yeah a little bit of uh, our own advertisement in that kind of sense but I'm pretty sure you enjoy the conversation with Christopher uh, he's a very smart cookie very sharp in his analysis as well so I'm pretty sure uh, you can you can all learn and uh, you know learn a little bit from him and uh, and how he discusses and how he argues and stuff like that without uh, without insulting anybody of course you know he's uh, he's very accurate and I think you're going to enjoy this so um, that's me talking Enjoy the conversation and uh, please have a look at Design Field Trip at design-fieldtrip.com and enjoy the content that he's bringing out. Christopher, welcome to Die Gestalten Podcast, which of course is now represented also on your latest project, Design Field Trip. So we thought we'd take this opportunity and uh, kind of, you know, do do an episode together a little bit and talk not not just only about Design Field Trip, of course, is a little bit of something we, we want to present to the people as well. But uh, we also want to talk a little bit about journalism and car design journalism in detail and you know what makes this difficult what's uh, what's kind of the the direction those things are moving right now so thanks for joining me uh on this uh, on this morning and uh, how how are things for you how is hamburg uh well thanks thanks for having me martin um hamburg is uh, surprisingly i wouldn't quite say sunny but not as overcast as usual uh which is nice for a change so i think um circumstances are basically ideal for uh, an invigorating chat good so then let's let's jump actually right into it. So some people might have seen that already. Um, you have started a new project, uh, an online, uh, let's call it an online magazine, because I think in terms of the quality of uh, the the articles and you know the the, the, the visuals that that you would like to represent, uh, it's more like a magazine than just a bunch of articles in that sense. But 
Um, design field trip was something you contacted me about, you know, a few months ago, and I, I was obviously very happy to uh, to have you know Gestalten represented on the website as well because I think you're going into a very interesting and a, and a very much needed direction. But um, you know, tell me with all this pandemic going on right now, what what makes what makes somebody you know start thinking about oh i'll do i'll do an online an online magazine and uh, specializing on on mobility design in in this dire time that we have at the moment well first of all the automobile won't go away um despite all the doom mongering i uh, i think the automobile is here to stay uh, the question is in what shape and form um so uh, there'll be plenty to report on in the coming years and even decades, I'm, I'm certain. Um, secondly, I think, judging by the feedback I receive from people inside the industry, there is uh, there is a need for proper reporting and proper debate on automotive design issues. Uh, because, well, well I, I need to to go back in time a little. When I started to autodidact my my own. Uh, car design blog i didn't really expect the industry to pay much attention to it but in fact that's what it did and that surprised me to quite some extent and that has proven to me over the past couple of years that members of the industry are interested in debate or at least certain members of the industry they don't want just to remain inside their echo chamber of commercial and corporate decision making um they want or they appreciate a forum where different opinions and different perspectives and so on and so forth can be um, can be exchanged. Uh, and thirdly, I think the the let's say car in- interested public or the learned car interested public uh, has very little idea of how automotive design actually works, both in terms of how the design itself works or doesn't work. So what constitutes good design, what constitutes not such good design, um, and also how the industry's processes work. And, yeah, taking all these three points into account, I thought, okay, something there is enough space for something bigger than autodidact and just my, my own musings. Um, and that was the germ of the idea for a design field trip. And... Obviously, you know, you, you mentioned a little bit of this, the, let's call it the state of car design, mobility design, journalism right now as well. And we've had so many discussions about this, of course, not just over the last few weeks and months, but, you know, pretty much since we, since we've both known each other. So it, there is this kind of feeling that there's so much PR speaking out there right now so that a lot of articles are maybe rewritten in you know from pr statements and you know are added with some kind of um you know just you know a few extra details but when when you when you started to do something like design field trip and you look into the state of what the journalism side yeah not the um let's say not just the, the commentary side in that kind of sense because that's something completely different but the actual journalism when it comes to critiquing car design mobility design as a whole where do you think it stands right now is it actually as existent or is it is it just you know vanished a little bit because of all this um instagram influencer structure where we see everything is positive because obviously we see that the 
the people themselves interestingly with examples such as you know the, the bmw big kidneys is, is probably the most prominent run right now but there's dozens others uh, are also using that to show their um you know their their, their 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 anger with certain kind of decisions so it seems that there's a lot of opinion but it's not really that much from what i can see about a professional kind of debate about it uh, indeed, yes, and this is also something I'd like I'd like to address. Um, there is, yeah, there is plenty of opinion and plenty of of emotion, even, but not much in the way of debate. I mean, saying I hate something versus oh, I love this—that's not a debate. And I want, if if you'd like, I'd like to put on the brakes in terms of internet speed and say, okay, let's take a moment to pause. Let's take a moment to properly read an article rather than just um, the caption to uh, an Instagram post or something like that. And let's let's not just vent anger, um, but try and, and discuss what really is the issue here. And I mean, I can get angry myself and I, I can get emotional myself too, but it's not something I relish because it usually isn't terribly productive. And I'd like Design Field Trip to to be productive and to start debate and to allow people to express themselves um not not in emotional means as i said but um as i said act as a forum for different opinions they needn't be my opinions all the time um but express them in a in a clear in in a profound way um and see how how the industry and how certain people react to it you you've, you've you've went down a very interesting way of course you and i think we can we can say this already in the in the podcast but there's obviously you know you who's coming very much from the from the writing perspective from the journalism perspective you you have asked people such as um stephen bailey um who i think is a is a very prominent writing figure as well when it comes to um to the to the automobile world in that sense as well so you have let's say the, the the very traditional journalism side, but you've also gone down the road of, you know, including people such as Patrick Lecomont for commentary for, you know, their opinion about car design, um, who actually come from the industry. So let's call them the experts um, in that kind of sense. How, where did this idea come from? Because, you know, it seems that oftentimes it's either the journalism or the experts. We, I just want to remember, you know, things such as the angry car designer block from Sasha Selipanov, which was the car designer, obviously anonymously, and then it came out who it was. But um, is, is this also about bringing those worlds together to kind of show that only together they can make this this statement for for for, for what design is nowadays and that it's not just styling? Oh, absolutely, and and this is something very dear to my heart. I'm um, the, the the as I said, the current uh, the current debate mostly consists of different non interconnected echo chambers. Um, there is the industry who, who tells people that oh, uh, legislation and market demands and so so on and so forth. Uh, they 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 make us come up with poor designs. Uh, once once they're being challenged on the other hand there is um uh, there is the public opinion that says for example oh why don't bmw just keep on producing cars like uh, bmw o2 and so on and so forth and and this leads absolutely nowhere um for that reason i hope design field trip will remain as 
as open uh, as open a forum with as wide a scope as possible because I'm not a big fan of limitations i I do appreciate classicism <laughs> uh, so i'm I'm not a um, I'm not an, an advocate of change for change's sake but everything can and should be discussed absolutely everything and for that reason this isn't supposed to be a place just for writers just for Europeans just for men but a place for everybody who's willing to invest time and thought into discussing automotive design and mobility design well and I think you, you you're making a point here in in let's say the openness of the website as well i mean like you know you there's there's obviously a, a common function on each article to to kind of push for that for that debate to happen um and of course and i think this is this is something we need to explain a little bit because it's something that doesn't necessarily happen it's it's a completely free website to use so all the content that you have put on there is uh is accessible and you know the, the 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 system behind it is that you know the community can you know donate or they can go on patreon and you know um uh, you know pay from from their own perspective a certain amount per month to to keep this up and running because you mentioned you want to keep this ad free so that you can be as as free as possible in the writing and not have any kind of implications and i think you know this is this is something that is very much on point but it also helps to keep this kind of debate because then you know what 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 I always see nowadays is there's a certain kind of you know proximity of course of you know how 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 a lot of other other pages and you know big magazines are working nowadays but I think this kind of neutrality and really being capable of uh not not looking back too much in the sense of you know how, how what what do you want to write how do you have to write it is 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 very important because that's what starts the debate and and i think you put it down onto the point very well with your with your article in the bmw ix to be fair um you know everybody's talking about the exterior but a lot of people just you know miss out on how interesting ideas are for the interior and it's also supposed to be a a representation of what design can do you know and uh, criticizing something is very simple but also bringing forward the good ideas is is something that a lot of people you know forget nowadays i think um and also in in mainstream journalists in the media because you know the negative news to sell better uh, unfortunately absolutely i mean taking the ix as an as an example um there is i mean most of the comments are overwhelmingly negative of course but of course there are also some comments uh, or some articles that are uh, not as as critical as um as one would deem um, appropriate certainly as far as the exterior, exterior is concerned um but there is very little attempt at at scratching beneath the surface there and that is something i i intend to achieve with design field trip just as i said stay a little longer um take more thorough a look at uh, at whatever's being discussed um, to form not just an instinctive opinion but a learned opinion because opinions are good i mean we all are made of opinions but the question is what is the basis of these opinions and design field trip should ideally uh, support proper opinion making and hence proper decision making and in that context staying with with the bmw for a moment there if 
theoretically, Adrian van Hoydonk or Domagoj Dukic decided to to say, okay, well, I would like to explain myself. I would like to explain why everybody gets the exterior wrong in writing, then I'd be very happy to host that, provided, of course, he actually writes it himself rather than some press secretary, uh, which should be pretty <laughs> pretty easy uh, easy to uh, to decipher. Um, so, as I said, I'm 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 pushing myself to remain open in every direction, and at the same time, I do my utmost to provide nuance and to provide a certain depth. And this. This chimes in with what you said about my article on on the IX, which focused much more on the interior of that car rather than the exterior, because I didn't feel I could add anything to what's been said about the exterior already. Um, I'm I'm not a fan of the exterior myself either, but why on earth would I would I repeat what so many others have expressed already in? Um, more and uh, and less interesting um, a way. So instead, I, I wanted to focus on the interior because the interior has some truly interesting aspects to it, which are completely lost amid the the overall debate on on that car's exterior appearance. And that is a shame. That is um, that is a shame in the sense that good work isn't appreciated. Um, it is a shame in the sense that the car design debate is yet again remaining shallow and focusing on one very obvious aspect uh, rather than taking numerous into account and it's also a shame because the people who who did the interior of of ix did a very very good job and um, judging by what comes out of bmw studios these days it's not easy doing a good job at bmw right now yet yet that's what they did and that deserves recognition um, but in this black and white world that gets completely overlooked um, as it's hidden <laughs> hidden beneath the shadow cast by IX's exterior. And once again, that's that's a shame. You, you know, and for me, if I look into this kind of idea of, let's say, journalism overall, yeah? So, like, I, I, I take this idea and I think what 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 I always enjoyed about Design field trip is when you when you first started talking to me about this was this idea of bringing a perspective in and of course it is always a, a perspective of the writer because we 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 need to be I think fully open about this is when you write something you automatically have an opinion about something you know and even if people say oh, I'm fully neutral I like to try to take take myself away from this but there there is a certain kind of emotional factor um, there's of course taste which is 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 different to everybody else's and i think when you mentioned to me in the in, in the beginning that you know design is also about culture it's about you know everything that comes in it's about tradition or even non-tradition like you know what we interpret as a uh, as a as a as a you know you as a german and obviously me as a german as well might be different than from somebody who's uh, you know from the uk or from the us or from from china or from japan and all these kind of things is it's it's important to try to kind of bring this all together to give an to give an overall feeling yeah i mean you mentioned uh, you mentioned fabio filippini um i think as well and you know is uh, italian guy used to work in france is now living in japan i mean this is this is the quintessential thing that uh, that I think what makes it really interesting is to kind of bring these different perspectives in and also to to I think help the audience 
to really understand about it. It's 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 not that you know whatever the manufacturer says is right. It's not not what you know the journalist says is right. It's more about are you capable of making you know making up your own mind and uh, and can argue about that. And I think this is where we always connected together with because with Kristalten we had a very similar kind of you know idea behind it is it's it's to kind of get the people thinking and discussing about things and that it's okay to do, to not like something and it's of course okay to like something and uh, and 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 to you know almost have an argument about it if you want to i mean there's a lot of passion that goes into that as well but this always you know pushes you further and uh, it you know brings your 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 thinking process further because you you hear from other people as well and i think this is this is also a certain kind of respect back to the industry to be fair to say like okay what are we what are we doing you know and uh, how how can we reflect on ourselves because maybe uh, and you know call, call me a little bit naive because obviously that's that's the way how we how we always try to run uh, gestalten as well was always to say just like maybe this naivety on opening up or help, hoping that people will open up their minds a little bit um will will bring forward the industry as well and bring in new ideas you know or maybe a more more a more confidence about uh, what 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 mobility design as a as a whole can be in the future oh absolutely absolutely and um apologies if if i'm not if if i'm now uh doing a bit of uh, of advertising here but i th there is an article in the current issue of the road drive magazine um for which i write on a regular basis um on the fiat eco basic and that's very much a case in point of uh, what you what you just explained in that article i'm not trying to convince anyone that the eco basic is a classical beauty like a let's say a ferrari 250 gto because it obviously isn't um but the the thought that went into its design and the way it it works and how that um, how that function manifests itself in in the design um, makes it to me very very beautiful and and very endearing and I try and explain that in this article uh, with the full awareness that people will still look at eco basic and think okay that that thing looks quite odd um and that's okay as i said this is not about it's not about changing people's minds but it's about providing them with enough information to to form a learned opinion and if that learned opinion is still basically about well it looks strange i don't like it then fair enough but providing people with enough information and insight to come to come to a conclusion rather than just act on an emotional hunch. That is something I care very, very deeply about. And in EcoBasics case, for example, Italy and Italian culture and the Italian approach towards design, which is something very, very dear to my heart, um, all come into play. And when I, as I ponder that article and, and of course with, 2020 turning out to be this special year i i pitched to michael harvey the the editor of the road rat that we should really do something on on italy and and an homage to italy and italian cars and italian design as well and so for that reason in we have in this current issue not just my article on eco basic but also an absolutely monumental essay by stephen bailey on turin and how the 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 genius loci of that place 
played such a crucial role in the the excellence of Italian automotive design for at least three decades. So yet again, it's um, car design is complex. It's it's much more than oh this is beautiful, this isn't beautiful, and this complexity. I I try to to explain and and to depict in in any any of my pieces of work and sometimes I succeed sometimes I don't but that is always my intention and I think and I think you're going into the the right direction with uh, with that project and uh, you know I can I can I can literally just hope that from everything that you have started now and like you know i've obviously read read all the stuff and uh you know i was i was fortunate enough to be a little bit involved in this in the beginning with you know with the podcasts and everything as well but i think you're really on a good way and i hope that the listeners of of of, of gestalten obviously will will also read uh, what's happening on dft and also vice versa as well because i think there's a very interesting uh, crossover that uh, that can happen with that as well and uh, yeah and you know moving forward um i of course wish you all the best of luck with uh, with design field trip and i i want to want to jump something in a, in a, in a little bit of an, on a let's say another different kind of direction because it's still somehow connected to uh, to design field trip from that perspective but from from the general kind of perspective of you as being a a journalist yeah um what would you like to change at the moment in terms of just how things are being communicated in general obviously design field trip will be a part of that but uh, if you if you just you know depict yourself as a as a reader in that kind of sense what is it that where you say just like journalism in general and especially for the car world um needs to change a little bit that's that's a very uh that's a question that has quite a few repercussions so i don't think i can i can answer it easily but again like like everywhere there is not enough debate there is a lot of of opinionated shouting also metaphorically speaking um and there is not there, there isn't a lot of exchange between different between different camps because uh, all too often you have on the one side people who say okay the the era of the automobile is over and we need to get uh, cars out of uh, out of the city streets and so on and so forth um with which i agree to a certain point but not 100% um and then of course there is those who say oh i i still want to use my v8 and i i need some noise to to go with my car and so on and so forth um of course, there's some other camps in between, but these are the two loudest camps. So, so what what we really need is a large a large desk with plenty of different voices on on every side, um, and voices that don't just shout at each other, but voices that are also silent because they're listening to what the other side has to say. Um, there needs to be a a civilized tone in in any conversation it can be passionate too but it always must be civilized and that is very much absent um right now in in much um a much debate concerning the automobile um and and also uh, the the communications from the car makers i 
plays a certain role in that as well, because again, um, there is issues such as greenwashing, but there is also the fact that um, they don't allow their guards to be let down at any point. There is there isn't supposed to be any uh, an angle from which they could be attacked. So for that reason. Uh, any any kind of uh, press communication is designed in such a way that there needn't be any any further questions answered uh, asked and hence answered um because there there is supposedly a danger that these might be uncomfortable questions um and that is not ideal i mean i'm there, there is certain issues with with the way the man presents himself in public but uh got to give Herbert D some credit because he at least on a certain level attempted to reach out and talk to non-car people um, and and that's a, a valid effort and we need such efforts not just on the executive board level we need these efforts everywhere we we, we need car people to talk to non-car people because the automobile and that's something that gets completely overlooked the the automobile is a very powerful creation in 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 every sense of the word uh, and as we know with great power comes great responsibility um and and as a car designer when when I, when you decide when you de- design an automobile unlike the the house an architect builds that automobile is everywhere and it's found on the roads everywhere so one needs to feel a certain sense of responsibility, uh, and I've been I've been laughed at on more than one occasion for claiming that designers should feel a sense of responsibility. But I firmly believe that they should, uh, and my opinion uh, hasn't changed in that regard. No, and I think I, th- I think you you very much you're much on point here. I mean, coming coming back to the general kind of industry context but also uh, you know your you know also design field trip of course it's about showing you know showing this kind of connection to other things as well you know car design in particular is now much more than that um you touched upon the the importance of interior we're talking about you know digital contents happening in the car we're talking about connectivity we're talking about um you know things that are going you know, much further than that. We're talking about architecture. We're talking about, uh, you know, interior design. We're talking about product design. We're talking about all these different kind of things that have a, then have an impact. Uh, city planning, for example, of course, as well. You know, and and I think if 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 we if we continue just looking into the little bubble, um, that that would mean that the bubble would destroy itself because then you have people from the outside who think they can do it differently. And the question is then, you know, not if they will succeed, but, you know, how quickly they will succeed. Because that's, we all understand that the car industry is a very big one and, you know, that it's uh, uh, a, a very slow moving tanker in in, 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 the, in the entire context of it. But um, as long as it moves, there is still, there's still potential, but, you know, it needs to, it needs to move constantly and it needs to move into uh, into a coherent direction and together as a whole, because otherwise, once it falls apart, it's almost impossible to stop that um, in that sense. And I do think that designers have a very important role to play into that, because in the end, you know, not everything is about technology anymore. It's about usability. It's about, you know, still, you know, making 
making the product worth it um, to be used in that sense. And that's not just because of technology. Um, technology is a part of it, but there is always this emotional factor that, you know, what you mentioned, the responsibilities, I agree 100%. The responsibility of the designer will become much more important in the future. It's not just about like the battery that might be in a car or whatever. It's, you know, how, how, how do we understand what a vehicle is in the future? Oh, absolutely. And this is also, um, apologies for coming back to this now, but this is also why I feel so passionate about EcoBasic, because that concept car, even though it's from 1999, and even though it's powered by a small uh, diesel engine, that car uh, encapsulates thoughts on efficiency in so infinitely more profound a manner than any of the EV concept cars of the past few years, with the exception perhaps of the Fiat 120. But um, the, the, the point I also wanted to make with with this article is that first of all we need we need to think about how we can save the cheap family car because with le- legislation going the way um, it does right now uh it'll be rather difficult to provide people with efficient safe cheap means of um, personal transportation in the future um and secondly the current Efficiency idiom basically says that anything you can cram a lot of batteries into is efficient, which is, of course, a complete nonsense when we're talking about cars that weigh close to three tons and have uh, have huge wind resistance. Um, so, again, I think um, we're not being completely honest uh, as far as this particular debate goes. And EcoBasic reminded me most certainly um, when the actual prototype was shown to me in Turin what efficiency really is all about and ingenuity is all about because ingenuity isn't about well let's put a lot of batteries in there that is rather simple compared to with what was achieved with that concept and i'm just of course i'm now elevating eco basic to a certain saintly status um which uh, which might be one step too far but anyway the the thinking in that concept car is quite absent right now and that is a problem and that's a problem i wanted to address through i hope um, productive means rather than just pointing fingers lovely lovely and we will obviously hear much more from you on design field trip and i'm pretty sure there's a lot more to say so we don't want to spoil too much um, on this little podcast right now but um, i really hope with this little conversation we got you know, the the readers and the listeners a little bit into also your mindset, you know, what, what you'd like to achieve with um, with Design Field Trip as a whole and, you know, what you would like to portray and, you know, what you'd like to share in terms of your thinking process uh, with the wider public because, um, you know, I think, I think, A, it's needed, but it also needs the the community around it. Yeah, it needs the discussion factor. It needs the people going into that with you together and, uh, and um yeah, and have these debates um, because that's in the end what what pushes everything forward. Um, in 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 my personal opinion. So um, for that, I would like to thank you already. But before I let you go, you will of course get the three magical questions that uh, <laughs> that everybody gets in our lovely recordings. And um, obviously, in your kind of context, we're not making them like you know too a car ish or like you know a designer ish. So we. We're giving you a bit more freedom because I know you're coming more from the writer's perspective and I know you have a very big affinity for 
uh, for movies, of course, as well. So um, uh, hopefully our 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 listeners will forgive us on that one um, for this. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's start with uh, with question number one, um, and that would be which a creative project um, would you have absolutely loved to be part of? That would have been uh, working alongside or looking over the shoulder of Pierluigi Nervi, who's an Italian engineer um, on whom I, I did quite a bit of writing um, over the past few weeks, also in the context of my musings on Italian design, um, who specialized in the most beautiful concrete structures. So um, roofs, basically, and halls and the likes, uh, two of which can be found in Turin, uh, which are absolutely astonishingly beautiful to this day, even though they're abandoned, but they're still standing proud, um, which also suggests that the quality of the actual construction is quite high. And these were um, his, uh, his, if you like, signature building, the Hall B of Torino Esposizioni was built right after the war in 1948 using very, very scant resources and only unlearned labor. But under these less than ideal conditions, Nervi created the most beautiful edifices you could imagine. Uh, and I'd have loved to be there and truly understand his his thinking, um, both as an engineer and as a designer and as an esthete, because these, these different... Um, professions um, or characteristics go hand in hand in, in Italy like they don't do anywhere else. And that I find completely fascinating. Question number two, which creative personality, in that sense, uh, opened up a little bit further, has influenced you the most in your career? That indeed would be two filmmakers, um, one of which is, is Stanley Kubrick, uh, about whom I was uh, obsessed when I was in my teenage years. Um, and the other one would be Steven Soderbergh, who's another movie director. A very different kind of characters with different movie-making styles, but each one in their own right, absolutely fascinating, truly creative, driven individuals. Um, who who had a, a profound effect on on not just um, my my enjoyment of movies, but also my way of thinking. And, and I must say, even though this sounds uh, uh, quite preposterous, but also how I way how I see the the world. In fact, last but certainly not least, and now we come to the car question. Yeah, so you, there's no way around that. In in in, in that. Um in that uh, context if i give you a blank check which car would you buy it would be um, a classic jaguar xj which is a car i i actually owned once upon a time and had uh, had to sell with with a broken heart um, because that's the car that started it all for me um and just showing how how contradictory i myself am as well uh, having Having discussed the Fiat Eco Basic above all other cars, it it really was the Jaguar XJ that I fell in love with as a as a child, and that made me fall in love with with car design and think about car design, and and this instilled the urge in me to to try and understand automotive design and what makes a car appealing. Um, 
and whenever I see an XJ on the road, I'm I just can't help but smile because it's it's such a thing of beauty and also in the context of what we discussed um, earlier about um, people demonizing the automobile and uh, explaining that all it brings to the world is just um, um, pollution and uh, uh, and inner city races and so on and so forth. I challenge anyone to take a look at an XJ and say, okay, this is not beautiful. Because it's, it simply is. It makes the world not necessarily a better, but certainly a more beautiful place. And that's in the end, if we, if we have a little bit of that in the world, I think, you know, at least that makes a few more people smile. And if people smile, uh, we've already made a better place, to be fair. Um, yeah. So thank you very much, Christopher. I really, really appreciate it. And I hope, you know, um, <laughs> you know, apologize to all the listeners if you thought this was a little bit too, uh, you know, advertorial in that sense, or, you know, a little bit too advertising too much. But, uh, you know, it was a very big step for us as Gestalten to to go into that kind of collaboration. And obviously, you know, we, we appreciate uh, everybody who's involved in, in Gestalten, you know, appreciate the support also from Christopher to, uh, to be part of Design Field Trip. And uh, we thought it was absolutely worth it to uh, to take this episode and just to show it you know to the uh to the wider audience as well because uh, there there's so much not just passion but also knowledge in there and you know so much um you know just 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 pure kind of interest in the industry that that wants to be shared and there's so many people involved in this already that um that want to want to push this forward and they they believe in it as well and uh, you know so do we so um obviously we wish you all the best in in this endeavor and you know hopefully you know a very successful endeavor of course that is and so everybody to our listeners look if you if you want to support Christopher uh, go on design-fieldtrip.com there's a small donation uh, page on there on the on the on at the end of the first page. Uh, click on it, support him with uh, you know whatever you can. He he truly deserves everything that goes into that. And yeah, so with that, thank you for listening. Of course, uh, as always, you will hear back from us in about a couple of weeks' time with the next episode of Gestalten. Christopher, thank you very much, and to our listeners, uh, once again, thanks for listening, and you will hear back from us very soon. Take good care. Thank you.